more than anything, check back with my intuition is like, is this what I want? Is this truly what I'm calling in? And is this something that one is going to bring out the best part of me? And to like, keep me on track with what I believe is my path and my dharma in life. Everything you're going to be creating and are creating is so, so important because like, this tool is right here and we need women to pave the way and like be beacons like hey fall in love again with life fall in love with yourself here are the tools here are the pathways like it's all in your body hello hello beautiful humans welcome back to light legacy with me rohini Elise. this week i am joined by one of my dearest sweetest loveliest friends, Kat. She has quickly become a truly special person in my life. We've had a lot of adventures together this last year and um, I'm so inspired. I continue to be inspired by her passion for life and her just like both feet in attitude towards love. She loves hard and I really admire that. So I'm so happy to have her on that the podcast today just to talk about love and passion and struggling in relationships, but still maintaining that belief that there is someone out there for you and that love is worth it. So this is such a lovely conversation. I hope you feel like you are just tuning in, listening to two besties chatting about life and love and I hope that you feel inspired to continue to love those that you love well so thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode with Kat welcome welcome kitty cat cat caro to the pod I'm so happy you're here I'm so happy to be here thank you for having me on I just love chatting with you so this is just fun for me I know this is like, this is long overdue. Um, yeah, you've been mm-hmm. like my freaking what's even the right word <laughs> rock <laughs> soul twin, like shining star and just such a place of home and safety and love for me throughout this last year. I can't believe it's only been a year, but it's a deep connection. I'm so grateful for <laughs> me too. Right back at you, baby. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe we'll get into that at some point, but I was meditating yesterday and thinking about just a bunch of random things, which, which I guess <laughs> wasn't really meditating. I was more thinking, but <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> and then it popped in my mind. I was like, ah, I really would love to have Kat on to talk about love <laughs> and passion because you to me are someone that sticks out in my life as a woman who like believes in love and passion so deeply. And like, to me, it seems like you, you never give up, like you never give up on love. And, um, a few of my friends are going through like difficulties with relationships and stuff right now. And you know, that, that voice comes up, it's like, fuck it. Like, I don't, I don't want love. Like, I don't even want to try because then I might get hurt. But throughout just this last year and seeing you going through different experiences, like your belief in love feels so strong. So I would love to talk about that because it's such a gift. And I feel like you have a lot of medicine to share. 
in that space. (laughs) Mm, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection. I really love hearing that, that that's what people feel for me because I think I really pride myself and am proud of myself about like keeping that alive after everything that I've really been through. You know, I've fallen in love so many times and Mm -hmm. gotten my heart broken so many times. And even when I've wanted to close myself to it, it's impossible for me to shut that down. Like it's just no, I say love is my superpower because it really is, you know, I just, Mm -hmm. you know, me, I love to love on people. I love to support. I love to make people feel good, you know, especially with everything that's going on in this world, I feel like even more now I want to be that, you know, lighthouse of love for people. Mm. And I've had so many experiences and so many like you, like meditations where like I've sat down and like listened to myself and wanting to close myself and protect myself from ever getting hurt again. But it's quite the opposite. You know, I have to have these experiences of heartbreak and these lessons so that I can love deeper and my capacity to love is just beyond what I could have imagined, you know, from just a year. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) when we first met, like you knew me, I was going through heartache and I was just like, I thought that was the one I thought that was my person. And there's of course that fear. I was what 34 when I last ended that relationship and, you know, to start over again, those fears Mm -hmm. of like, I have to go through all this again and find that person and, you know, get comfortable again. Mm -hmm. And it was scary for me because I was like, what if I never feel this way again about anybody? And I was like, whoa, (laughs) yeah, that's all me. That's not the other person that is all within me and allowing myself and surrendering to just being open continuously. I've maybe have fallen in love. I don't know. (laughs) maybe four or five times. I yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a year. <laughs> and like, of course, all of them are just completely different understandings of love and different experiences and come with their own lessons. And they have been so beautiful, but mm. yeah, it's impossible for me to close myself to it. You know, it's, it's just something so deep within me that wants to come out and needs to it's, it's again, it's, you know, it's one of those things that if I'm not being true, it's my authentic expression. If I'm not loving, if I'm not being open to all the experiences of like, what can I, you know, fall in love with today, whether it's a person, Mm. whether it's an experience, whether it's a place, like I want to be in absolute love with everything. And, you know, it ebbs and flows, of course, like there's days where I'm like, I don't love anything. (laughs) I love my bed and I'm going to stay there. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. I love to love. Uh, which I, I love hearing that and how you said I've fallen in love like five times this year. Mm-hmm. And just hearing that is so like it just changed so many stories and so many like narratives in society about what love can be. And like being able to see you and know you through these experiences, like each of them were so rich and taught you so much. So, like, I don't know, any advice or lessons that you've learned from falling in love a bunch of times and like what even what does that mean what did it look like I don't know tell me everything (laughs) oh my goodness so many lessons um I think that was my favorite part is just being able to reflect on every single experience with every person and seeing what it was that I learned from each of them and carrying it all you know like 
I think in the beginning of the year, I fell in love and was, I felt really seen for the first time by this person that I met for like a week. And it was like a beautiful romance. And, you know, just he set the bar so high for, you know, how to be treated. And it was just so natural for us to just flow and just really be and be vulnerable, be open with one another. Um, but you know, circumstances just weren't, the stars were not aligned for us mm-hmm. He lived somewhere and I live here and, you know, but being able to keep that purity of that love from him, like, I think I'm always going to be so grateful for that experience and always keep that love. Like, you know, as many times as I've fallen out of love, there's always a part of me that's going to be with every single person and every mm-hmm. single experience, you know? Um, and then learning boundaries, I think was such a big lesson for me this year, as far as, you know, staying open to people, but also knowing when to put boundaries, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in place for myself and also for that person. And also knowing when to shut the door on certain people, not because, you know, I'm angry or because I'm being, you know, spiteful, but just because I need to protect myself. You know, that was one really, Mm sticky, but let, you know, beautiful lesson that I had to learn from one person (laughs) that said, you know, I can't give you protection. I can't give you safety. You have to do that yourself. And it was really hard for me to hear that, to be like, wow, you're absolutely right. But part of that is, you know, being very careful with who I keep my relationships open to. And, you know, it doesn't feel safe for me to be here, whether you're a friend, whether you're a romantic partner, I have to be very, very careful with who I spread my energy to. So, mm-hmm. and just Such a valuable lesson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And just, I think the biggest thing was, you know, learning to not be attached at the same time, you know, being in love with so many things, but also realizing at the end of the day, the only relationship that really truly matters is the one with myself one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was told that everybody in this life is you're going to say goodbye and lose everyone in this lifetime, you know, whether it's at 99 when you're old and, you know, crippled, Mm -hmm. or that they're going to leave by choice. It's just learning to be unattached. And I think that has been one of the biggest, most beautiful things that I was able to take away from this last year being unattached and yet still being open to love, which Mm. is such a, I feel like fine line to navigate. And so like, what is, what is the thing about love to you? That's worth like fighting for, like why, why do you open your heart again and again? Like, what is, what is it? (laughs) If you could put it into words. Oh man. Even as you say that, like the energy that just flows through my body just feels so like alive and yummy. It's just, oof. it's pure happiness. And it's, I guess this is going to sound really super cheesy, but it's for me, it's moments where I have found God within Mm -hmm. myself and within the connection and intimacy of another person like that reflection Mm -hmm. with another person but knowing that I am receiving that and feeling that because I am so aligned within myself in that moment you know like Mm -hmm. this person sees me and I see them and right now it's just we're not worrying about yesterday we're not worrying about tomorrow it's just being here very present in this moment 
and like both of us in that, you know, dance of just, you know, getting lost within one another. And, you know, it has its good times and its bad times. It can be chaotic, but it's so beautiful to just feel such a purity in my heart to just feel nothing but love, whether it's for a moment or for, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a lifetime. It's oof. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> oh. It feels so good. I don't know. Like it's, it's brought me to tears at times. It's like absolute pure ecstasy and happiness. That's just courses through my body and mm. realizing that it's me and this other person, but it's also me <laughs> that I have yeah. ability to feel this is mm. such a fucking gift. And I love that, that I can like be all in and be vulnerable and be open because I want to feel that, you know, and with it, allowing the bad that comes in the hurt, because it's, you know, it's all part of it. Mm, Wow. That was so beautiful. Like top to bottom, everything you said, I just feel that so deeply. And like, that is, that is the magic of relationship is having that mirror, that reflection of of everything that is inside of you, like your capacity for pleasure, of course, you know, with sexual relationships and this person, um, can show you and, and help remind you of the depths of pleasure within you and where you can go. And then, you know, someone might show you new levels of safety that you can find within yourself. And someone might show you boundaries. Like there's just so many reflections that, people can offer, but it's in turn, like, you know, like you said, kind of God experiencing itself. Like these are moments of being present with God and a relationship in all of the forms is such a great way to experience that. I love that. That was so juicy. (laughs) Mm. It is juicy. Uh, So has this, has your willingness to love and like, let all of it in um, the pain and the ecstasy and all of it, like, has this always been the case or have you, what's the journey been? (laughs) No, it has not. I mean, um, I was speaking about this on my podcast the other day about my first relationship ever when I was 19 was like my first impression of men of relationships of, you know, love. And it was super toxic and, that kind of snowballed into so many of my relationships after that. And it wasn't until maybe like three years ago where, you know, I had this experience with plant medicine that just gave me this um, opportunity to view understanding and compassion Mm -hmm. for all things, all people, including myself, Mm -hmm. and made me realize that I don't want to shut myself down. I, I love to be vulnerable. I love to be, you know, as open and raw as I want someone else to be. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I said earlier, there's been so many moments where I have, you know, fought with myself again uh, about like wanting to close myself off to love and wanting to like shut it down and being, you know, resentful and being like holding a grudge and being fearful, but Um, but no, like, I really like this way better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just more open and just trying to allow everything and surrendering and, and having a different mindset of whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And all I can do is just allow it to happen and see 
what I can learn from every experience and doing my best to keep that, you know, thought of love and compassion at the forefront of my mind whenever I step into any kind of relationship. So. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful to hear that. And it reminded me of, I'm reading this book made into mother um, mm. by Sarah Wilson. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, Sarah of Magdalene. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know she had a book. Like I know, I knew she has done this work, but Carly gave me her book and I was like digging into it this morning and what you were talking about and like making that shift from wanting to close off to then like wanting to be open to ev- everything, even, even the pain really feels like the embodiment of that made into mother shift, like in maiden, you assume that you are weak or like you assume that someone needs to save you and that you can't handle it. And you're scared of your emotions and you don't want to feel so you numb and you distract and you whatever, go to the next thing and go to the next thing, go to the next thing. But in mother, you're like, no, I know that each thing will make me stronger and wiser and more of myself. So like, I'm open to all of it. So it's just fun to make that connection and also reflect back to you. Like what a beautiful embodiment of, of mother um, that you, that you are and that you're, you're, you're moving with. So it's really cool. I was going to ask, do you, you have, <laughs> so when you're getting into these relationships or things are just starting, you know, no expectations that things are moving along. Like, is there a vision or an image in your mind of like what you're wanting? Like, do you have a list or is there something that you imagine? And then yeah. How do you navigate that? You know, cause everyone <laughs> talks about manifestation lists and everything. And I know you're having an experience with that <laughs> at the moment. So like, what's the balance between having the dream and the vision and believing you deserve it. And also like just surrendering to the present. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are big questions. <laughs> Such beautiful questions. I love it. It's man, you know, I try and do everything with such a balance and there's so many times where like, I can gaslight myself when it comes to, you know, wow, did I call this in? Is this really the person that, you know, I'm calling in? And I saw, it was funny. I saw, I met this woman yesterday that she had this tattoo in Spanish on her arm that says, cuando crees en la magia, la magia cura, which means when you believe in magic, magic occurs. Mm. So I loved that. I loved seeing that because it's just like, yeah, I can, you know, I have my list, the, the amount of times when I was in Sedona, when I was in Peru, just sitting there by myself. And like, I know I meant for like this deep, beautiful love and love story. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, one for the ages. Mm-hmm. So whenever I meet oh, somebody, <laughs> yes. and I, and I just, I refuse to settle for anything less, you know, and I've, I've always been, you know, presented with a partner that has maybe almost hit the target every time. And, you know, like, like, again, everything is a lesson learning where I've ignored red, red flags in the past, you know, like I, I have my list of things. Like I, I know what my standards are and what I want in my partner, but it's also because those are the standards that I hold for myself, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. like integrity, compassion, just vulnerability, you know, complete transparency, like so many things that I have found, you know, one or two in, in relationships here and there, but yeah, (laughs) I just try and 
more than anything, check back with my intuition is like, is this what I want? Is this truly what I'm calling in? And is this something that one is going to bring out the best part of me? And to like keep me on track with what I believe is my path and my dharma in life, you know, mm-hmm. or is this going to be chaotic and, you know, distract me from, you know, making sure that I'm putting myself first. So is this keeping me out of alignment or is it like, you know, putting me more into alignment and helping me grow? Mm, ooh, I love that. Helping me grow. That's such a huge piece in relationship. Mm. Okay. I was, cause I know you so well. I see you and know that you are a very passionate, sexy lady. (laughs) You are like, well, you're an Aries. First of all, you have that spicy Latina, like just (laughs) fire within you. That is very inherently sexual. Like, okay. First of all, let's give some context for the people. (laughs) So I guess I should ask you, what is your, like, what are you working on? What is your passion? Like, what do you want to offer the world to first give some context? And then I can back up. (laughs) I get so excited. Even when you, somebody calls me sexy, I'm just like, Ooh, it's like makes the kitty cat purr. Um, See that she always (laughs) says this. She's like, Oh, the kitty cat's purring. Meow, meow, meow. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Whew. So I feel like just to give a little bit of background, I was raised to two beautiful, amazing Peruvian parents who raised me to be very, you know, sex was not a conversation at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, the lessons of what it is to be a female, what it is to be in my body were never anything that I had any knowledge about. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because I like, again, I feel that innate feeling of like, no, I'm supposed to love, I'm supposed to be, you know, passionate, I'm supposed to be playful, like this is all within me. And that deep knowing within me, like wants to come out. Um, And it has been my medicine since I was, you know, a little girl to really reconnect with myself. And for me, it has just been through sexuality and sensuality. And Mm -hmm. I'm still learning that deeply, but it's been so much fun and (laughs) realizing like, you know, this, you know, sex is a source energy. It's our creation. It's where we like, Mm. it's our power, right? Like the sacral chakra, it is our root. It is just like, it's where all the yumminess is. Right. And I know that I have so much healing to do around that. And I know for my own experience that that is where my disconnect started from myself, Mm. from my Mm. body. And now reconnecting with that for myself, you know, sexually, just in all aspects of my life, realizing how everyone else is very disconnected from themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And so again, you were asking me that question about love and why I love it so much is because it, for me, has freed my mind. It has liberated me in so Mm -hmm. many ways, not just sexually, but just like, again, emotionally, spiritually, like everything makes so much more sense to me when Mm. I am like in my body in pleasure and being really good in my skin, you know, and we were just talking about it earlier. That's a challenge for me because I've had so many experiences growing up where I have like disassociated from myself and disassociated from my body. And now it's 
more like just a dance. Like what makes me feel good? Like what makes me, you know, what turns me on? Like if it's not turning me on, I mean, it's not keeping me in pleasure and it's not always about sex, but yeah, I like to be (laughs) turned on, you know, like even with I'm outside and just how does the wind make me feel good? Like, how does it touch my body and like, you know, play with my hair, just everything. So it's just that realization that it's connected to everything for me. And that's what I want to share and express and, you know, teach ultimately, like how can we reconnect with ourselves, with earth, with, you know, partners, with everybody, humanity, we're all disconnected. And I just want us to all become in love again. Just trying to make the love, the world fall in love again. Yes. Kitty cat for president, (laughs) kitty cat for president. You have my vote. (laughs) Uh, It's so true though, because I, I was just talking to P our friend Patricia about this last night at dinner. It's like sex is the biggest portal, like the biggest fucking portal, but sex and pleasure with yourself too, is the, the most innately beautiful, pleasurable, expansive way that we just have built into our bodies to like understand ourselves better. I really feel that like, it's, it's just right there. It's not like we even need someone to teach us if we were in a society. Oh boy, here we go. If we're in a society that had these like rites of passage and this language and education, like more widely available, there wouldn't need to be like, someone would need to teach someone how to love their bodies and go into their own pleasure. Like it's just right here. We have, we have a clitoris (laughs) it's, it's available, (laughs) Yeah, but I think that's why your message and your, everything you're going to be creating and are creating is so, so important because like this tool is right here and we need women to pave the way and like be beacons like, Hey, fall in love again with life, fall in love with yourself. Here are the tools, here are the pathways. Like it's all in your body. Mm, Get so lit up talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I worked in ultrasound in, you know, maternal fetal medicine where I was working primarily with pregnant women for 11 years and it was smack in my face, all these women who were carrying life, but also very disconnected from their bodies and so uneducated about their bodies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had women from all walks of life, you know, different ages, different countries. And I also had a lot of younger girls, you know, I had teenagers and it broke my heart because here you are, you know, everyone has their own path, but at the same time, like your life is going to change tremendously, you know? And it made me reflect on my upbringing and my uh, education on sex. And it's something that needs to be talked about in the early, early stages of not feeling shame for your body. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we seek outside of ourselves for that validation of love. And, you know, we need to learn how to give it to ourselves Mm -hmm. before anything else. You know, that was my biggest lesson. And also realizing that (laughs) I was having okay sex, but like when I did all this work this last year, you know, and it came with a full dive of like cleansing my body from, you know, I was on birth control for, I don't know, maybe like 16, 17 Mm -hmm. years, getting off of that and listening to the wisdom of my body, being able Mm -hmm. to hear it clearly without artificial hormones. Yeah. 
has made a world of a difference. And it's not just my body, but how I attract to people, like to men, mm -hmm. to know that these hormones in my body could have decided whether or not I was attracted to this person and that person. I was like, no wonder I'm having all these relationships that are not working. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, so interesting to think about. Yeah. And now being again, reconnecting with myself and re healing that, that relationship with my body, being able to understand it more and hear it more. And sex is so much better, you know, <laughs> like it's so much younger and it's so much more like, ugh, like I can just be and, and not think about all the judgments that I have of myself and like, what's he thinking? But no, this is for me. This moment is here for me. How do I receive pleasure in this moment? You know, because if I'm having pleasure and I'm receiving pleasure and I'm feeling good, then my partner's going to feel good. Like it's just an energy exchange, the sacred energy exchange, right? That's what sex is. So yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing too. Like what a fun way to heal deep mm. parts of yourself and explore. Like again, like what I cannot imagine a more fun <laughs> way to get to know myself than through my yeah. sexuality and sensuality. Like I have healed so deeply through self-pleasure, my self-pleasure practice. I've expanded. I've gone to realms I've never gone to in plant medicine, like ever. It's such mm -hmm. a huge portal. Um, okay. Another thing I want to ask you so many questions. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of questions that I can ask, but without giving too much context, just because I know you so well, but, um, <laughs> I know I'm so I'm an so open well. book, you know? um, okay. So it feels like to me, just knowing you in the last year, there was a shift in your, um, willingness and strength uh, and trust in asking for pleasure and asking for what you deserve in the bedroom specifically. Um, I would love to like, just hear you talk about that. Like what was that shift or how does that language look like for anyone who's just kind of coming into our power, listening to this, like, well, actually, you know, the sex with my partner hasn't been good for months now. Like, how do I ask? What do I say? Like, how do I feel that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has been even difficult for me, you know, because I still as open and as excited as I am to be vulnerable with my partner, there's still a lot of fear around rejection and there's still, you know, just, yeah, the shyness that, that doesn't go away, you know, that the old stories that I'm trying to rewrite, I need to have the right partner to do this too. Um, I would always be the one asking my partner, like, oh, when I do this, do you like that? Or do you enjoy that? And then also kind of like waiting, like, hey, are you going to ask me? Do you even have an interest? You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed, be like, I kind of just set that one up for you and you didn't do anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it, I really was committed to this learning of, you know, and devotion of self-pleasure and pleasure and sex sexuality for myself. So it was stepping into the fear of, okay, I'm just going to deep dive into all of these relationships. And I think that's the best way to kind of weed out who's really here and who's not willing to stay mm. and work with me because I yeah. wanted, this is work, but they can also be very enjoyable, fun work to do with a partner. And I just was like, you know what, here are laying my cards out on the table. Like, this is what I'm afraid of. This is what I want, you know, a, B, and C, if you can work with that, cool. If not, then 
next, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to always ask for what you want is because we all fear rejection, right? We all yeah. fear that, like, what if they laugh at me? What if they say no? Like, even when I would come out in lingerie with certain partners, I'm like, I have to hype myself up sometimes because like, mm-hmm. I feel ridiculous. Like I can't really dance. I'm not as smooth <laughs> as I think so, but I'm just like, okay, I'm having fun. <laughs> if I'm having fun, if I'm feeling sexy, then that's all that matters. And the mm-hmm. right person will respond. You know, so that it's just, I think that's the other thing is that we're also very afraid of rejection and that's kind of part of the learning and what comes along with opening yourself up and learning that not everybody's going to be your person as much as we want to. And as much as we force it, just like I said earlier, like what's meant for you is meant for you. What's not is going to very easily leave, you know, so Mm -hmm. being again, that on it, not being attached and just, being very willing and open to just dive right in and see what works and what doesn't. I feel like I have sometimes I just have one speed. It's just go, but it's, <laughs> it sometimes has served me and other times. I mean, it's always served me. Like I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's just really stepping into that courage of being vulnerable and really asking for what you want and knowing that you deserve what you want. And, you know, I think on the other end, whether it's male or female, your partner has the same insecurities. So just being, Mm. you know, if you open the door of being vulnerable and open in a loving way, they will show you also, I feel, you know, they will also return that um, vulnerability and that openness and this, the connection can be so much deeper. Mm, Yes. Such a good point. And coming to like, just what I've noticed is like coming from that place of vulnerability and asking for what you want, but still in a way of like no expectations, like, because that's putting your partner in a place of feeling they can feel scared. They don't feel safe. Cause it's like, well, if you don't do this, then I'm, I'm not going to be happy and I'm going to leave you or I'm going to, you know, walk away or whatever it is. It's like, well, this would really mean a lot to me. And this would make me feel incredible. Like, is this something we can work on or how can we like talk about this or explore this together versus like, I want this, like, can you give it to me? (laughs) You know? Like, yeah, it's really, that's been another thing is like really releasing expectation from any kind of a relationship. Just, you know, the only expectation that I have is just of myself to just you know, be loving and understanding and be compassionate. And the rest Mm -hmm. is just, I have no control over what another person does. So just leave the expectation because you're putting so much pressure on something that hasn't even happened. Right. So, and that takes you away from the present moment when we have expectation. Yeah. Oh, such a good reminder. Like the four agreements don't take anything personally, such a good one. So difficult. Yeah. yeah. Still but, working. On that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Such a great reminder. Something mm-hmm. that came up when you were talking to is like the just the bravery of feeling and trusting, like I'm going to go be authentic, fully authentic with this relationship and move on when it's set boundaries and move on when it's not serving. But like that can be so hard because there's a fear of like, what if this was it? Like, what if I won't have another relationship or another connection, like hearing you talk and like, wow, she has so much faith and trust in her worthiness of a partner of having the partner. That's her dream partner, because you're just like, well, I know that one wasn't serving me. You know what? Like, thank you for the lessons. Like, goodbye. This, this wasn't it. You have so much faith Mm. (laughs) that it, that he's out there, that it's out there. And I just think that's so encouraging to hear like 
keep the faith. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think with that trust, you know, okay, so surrender to me is trusting, right? Like I'm trusting in the universe that there's something better for me every single time. And every relationship that I've had, the next one has always proved to be something better, something bigger, not better, but like different, something more beautiful. And it's also because again, it's that, you know, ability for me to expand my capacity to love and love different ways and experience different things. Okay. So for someone listening who is on a journey of reclaiming their self-love ultimately, like all of this is about honoring your body, your spirit, your soul, your emotions, your mind as beautiful and holy and perfect. But that's like quite the journey to get there. Um, What are some practices or tools that have helped you um, reclaim this self-love? That's a good question. I think the word that keeps on popping up in my mind is gratitude. Mm -hmm. For me, it has just been such, um, I don't want to say an easy mind shift to look at everything from a perspective of like, why did this happen to me? But more, how did this all happen for me? You know, from my first relationship to, you know, whatever I'm in right now, I'm grateful for everything that has happened to me at the any moment that has broken me. And I'm also grateful for my resilience and my power and the support. Like there's so many things to be grateful for. You know, I wouldn't have been able to go throughout this year without the community and the love and the friends that I have and my family that I have had to pick me up and support me. But I think more than anything, it's just changing my attitude around everything that has happened and just being grateful that one, I can wake up in the morning and still (laughs) be here to experience life. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for the littlest things as you know, it's silly. I love waking up and hearing birds chirping in the morning. It's just like, oh, you know, it's just happiness. Yeah. And just not just falling in love with humans, but just everyday life, every, every little moment that's just made for me. I, I look at it and it's just like mm-hmm. this, this little piece of heaven right here, everywhere I am is, is for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like, just bathe in it and I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm just going to be open and change my mind and look at everything in a beautiful lens rather than like a negative lens. And that's super hard to do sometimes with everything that's going around, but it's a practice. It's a practice of waking up with gratitude. It's, you know, every morning in my meditation, it's, you know, having unconditional love for everyone else. And more importantly, myself, mm-hmm. and just being grateful for everything and just allowing myself to just see the beauty in everything rather than how everything's ugly and, you know, heartbreaking and painful, you know, you have to look at even the hard moments as something that this is going to break you, but it's also going to something beautiful is going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. So always keeping the faith, keeping the trust. Yeah. And that reminded me of, I love, I love all of that. I, and that reminded me of the, um, like, you can't, you can only meet someone as deeply as you've met yourself. It's like, you can only love someone as deeply as you loved yourself. Like the deeper I go into compassion for myself and my shameful parts or scared parts. It's like, I find myself having so much more empathy and compassion for others. I just, I just love that perspective. But like, if you could pick like three things, like tangible 
tools or practices? Like what do you do during your day? Or if you are in a state of like chaos or heartbreak, like, what do you, what do you do? What do you turn to? Hmm, You're going to love this one (laughs) for me. Um, I feel like I'm very clear audience. So like music Mm -hmm. and dancing, just the way that I can just move that energy through my body and not allowing it to stay stuck within me. Mm -hmm. That is a practice that I love to do, whether it's just like, there's always gotta be music on. Like I love music. It's very, you know, it can take me. (laughs) Yeah. It's sensual, but it's also like, it can take me to other worlds. Like it can take me to just, you know, sometimes I'll do like a little cannabis ceremony at night, throw my headphones on, like throw in some lingerie and like, I'm in a different place yes. and it's so much fun <laughs> and it's so much fun and it's healing. And it's that, that's the, that's what I do for myself. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe that's a really fun practice that people, you know, whether or not they smoke cannabis, but it's just a lot of fun to just have a night by yourself, put on something sexy, put on some music that you feel good to and mm-hmm. just release all judgment of yourself. That has been something that I have had to really learn because I can love everyone else unconditionally, but I fail to sometimes do that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just dancing and music is definitely one. And I really like to exercise. I love the relationship with my body. I think that's super important for everybody to, you know, what you feed your body, you know, Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, what you're looking at throughout the day. I'm very careful about what I'm keeping around my energy field. And that's with food, that's with people, that's with like content Mm -hmm. and not being afraid to like, I'm going to cocoon now because there's a little bit much being very protective of my energy and not being guilted in that, right? Like not feeling shameful or bad for like saying no to certain people, because I think that's one of the biggest things is that I'm a people pleaser, that if I'm not making someone else feel happy, like it takes away from my happiness, but that's not the right way to go about it. Like I need to make sure that I'm filling my own cup so that I can overflow and help and love everyone else. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means just kind of stepping away. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I just, I meditate a lot. Like I love it. It's been such a beautiful practice for me to just even sit and just be calm for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And meditation can be absolutely different to everybody. Like I'll throw on music. I'll throw on, you know, I've thrown on your meditations every once in a while, whether it's, you know, just the sounds that are going on around you, or it's just music that you want. Meditation to me is also dancing and an exercise. It's just the things that I do for myself that help me reconnect with me. Yes. I love, I love the cannabis lingerie music ceremony. Like I had a similar experience this week and fucking a, I need to do a whole podcast episode on it. (laughs) It was so profound, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of weed. I'm very lightweight with weed. Um, but like just a teeny little hit for me is enough to go into this powerful dimension of healing and sensuality. Like I see why you work with cannabis as such an intentional medicine, like for getting in the body and for sex, my God, it is so amazing. (laughs) So amazing. But yeah, making that choice, like this happened this week, I had the choice either to, there was at a night free and I was like, okay, um, am I going to go? There's a couple of friends I could text to go out for dinner or like what would actually suit me best. And that's then I was like, no, I'm going to smoke a little weed, do my sound bowls, go into a deep self-pleasure practice. And it was, it turned into an entire beautiful, profound ceremony, like seeking that validation from comfort and companionship 
outside of you when you actually know deeply what's what would truly fill up your cup is yeah. just spending time alone. Yeah. Yeah. For me, you know, cannabis is such a beautiful medicine, you know, like I have, you know, I guess, for example, the other weekend I was with a bunch of friends and they all decided to, you know, do a little bit of a fun ceremony together and all dipped into MDMA and I was just not feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I really checked in with my body. I was like, do we need this right now? I feel like I'm already kind of like open and happy and feeling happy. So I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stick with, you know, my little cannabis medicine here. And I took a minute. I set the intention of like, I just want to, you know, be light. I want to have fun. I want to feel sexy. And immediately, like the beautiful, the beautiful thing about cannabis is for me, like I'm there instantly. I don't have to wait an hour. I don't have to wait 45 minutes, right? Like there, (laughs) be like, get on my level, everybody. But, and it was fun. I had somebody there that was playing sound bowls and we're just laying there and oh my God, I felt this so much like, oof, in my womb, like in my sacral, I was just like, there are moments where I can think myself to an orgasm. Yes. Like it's super powerful. And I'm just like, I need to remember I'm not alone. I'm there's other people in this room, (laughs) but it's so powerful for me. And I love that. And I'm, I would, I'm, you know, wanting to try and, um, I guess, exercise that muscle outside of cannabis as well, just through meditation. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, right now it's a beautiful, you know, it's a beautiful assistant for me. I love it. It makes me feel so in my body. You know, that's why I, I steer away from things like alcohol, like, yeah, a cocktail here and there is fun. But, you know, for me, alcohol has always been a disassociative. It takes me away from my body, right? Like, yeah, maybe like I can have sex and have fun, but I want to feel more like I want to reconnect with myself more and like just cannabis just relaxes me. It relaxes my mind. It relaxes my judgment. It just makes me feel free. It makes me feel sexy. Like it's my catnip. I love it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's my catnip and it has been so beautiful, you know, and it just, I don't know. It's fun for me. Like I've never seen an angry person on (laughs) who's smoked weed, you know, you've never eaten stop. They're always happy and they're always fun. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody, but like, for me, it's just been a beautiful assistant and, um, I've gotten so many beautiful activations and, you know, nights where I've just played with myself and, mm-hmm. you know, like healing really deep parts that no one else can do for me that I have to do by myself. So yes, mm. yeah, so I highly recommend anybody just dance with some lingerie in front of a mirror, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Find your song and make that your song. Like this is my empowerment song. This is my sexy song. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. And I, uh, this is a whole, we could do another podcast on it, but that discernment when working with medicines, also known as drugs, <laughs> substances, <laughs> mind altering as Aubrey Marcus calls it consciousness modulators. They're mm-hmm. these different substances that we have the choice of working with. And it's all about the intention. Mm-hmm. hundred and thousand million percent. It's all about the intention. Like before, if I, when I smoked weed, it would be to escape. It would be to get so stoned out of my gourd. I couldn't even move. I just watch a show and like tune out and just be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like lost whatever that hour or two was, it was just gone. Now I'm sitting, I'm saying a prayer with it. I'm like praying over this cannabis And I'm saying what my intention is to be in my body, to play, to feel peace, to feel joy, or like to meditate or whatever it is. 
to have a beautiful sexual experience with my partner, you know, and every time when I set the intention that dictates the whole experience, like it's so, so powerful. And I love that you chose like in that setting with your peers, you could have just done what everyone else is doing, but it's like, no, like I'm already in a really good spot. I'm already open. I'm already feeling good. Like I just want a little kitty catnip and we're off to the races. Yeah. And I think at the same time, practicing that, um, you know, checking in with your body, checking in with like, do we want to do this right now? And there's also that fear of like that pressure that like, oh, you know, like uh, everybody's doing it. Maybe I should do it. But saying no was such a strong, beautiful, powerful thing for me to do in that Mm. moment. I believe that like I was rewarded with such a great night on just cannabis itself. Like, and you know, so I think that is also super important. And like you, I had to kind of heal my relationship with cannabis in a previous relationship. Um, we were constantly doing it and it, you know, it was fun a lot and, and it was, you know, the catalyst to a lot of really fun, yummy sexual moments, but then we were chasing that also, we were constantly chasing that high that like, Oh, you know, and then it just turned into like, we're eating shit food all the time, like shopping and like going to get cookies and ice cream. And I don't feel good about my body. So again, I think that intention with any medicine is so important, you know, just having that conversation, having that moment to just sit quietly and be like, Hey body, we're going Mm -hmm. to put this into our body right now. And I am, I would love it if we had this, you know, relationship. And if this night, you know, that's it's, it can be really beautiful. And I've had so many experiences on the other end where I didn't take the time to mm-hmm. sit with it and pay for it. And it was, you know, not dangerous, but it was like, it was, it was hurtful and it was painful and detrimental to my, like my entire, you know, relationship with any kind of medicine, but learning also which ones serve me and which ones don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is such an important conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Such an important conversation that we maybe we need to do another whole nother podcast because you and I have had our share of ceremonies in the last yeah, year. It's, it's so beautiful too. plant medicine when trying to connect with yourself and with another person. Oof, it can be so juicy, it can be so juicy. But like, again, yeah, we can have another conversation about that. But that has helped me like, again, not using it as a crutch all the time, but like, okay, this is in me, this sexual playfulness, the sensuality is in me. I don't always need to use eat or MDMA or anything like I can do that. And it's given me the confidence to like step into myself to be like, you don't always need that. So Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun little it's a fun little medicine and tool. If you use it correctly. Absolutely. With the intention to know yourself more deeply, mm-hmm. to go inward versus escaping. Exactly. You know, it's all about, it's all about the intention. Oh, mm. well, <laughs> we could talk forever, but I guess just to end it out, what is something that you are super excited and passionate about right now? Like what is just lighting you up in the moment? Hmm. So I've been working on so many things and I feel like it's just trying to grasp onto one thing at a time. But what I, you know, as I was telling you before, I think my biggest mission right now is to, like I said, love is my superpower. I really just want to keep on learning how to heal the connection within myself. And I want to teach that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're all very disconnected from ourselves and it's starts with the self, right? So 
I think what I'm trying to work on right now, I don't want to call myself a coach. I'm not a therapist, obviously, but I just want to be like a third party person. Like, Hey, what's going on? I can listen. I want to provide support. I want to provide these exercises. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just love to be open and vulnerable with everybody and, and, and just be a safe place for people to land, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have my podcast. That's kind of just kind of gone with the flow of my life. It's ebbed and flowed, but it's very much, it is called becoming who I needed. Right. So every moment I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this is me. And at this level, this is me. This is new kitty cat. We're just kind of evolving. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a continuous learning. And, um, yeah, I think it's just more wanting to help people reconnect with their with themselves, with their sexuality, with their sensuality and being more confident in their own skin and being able to be in harmony with themselves, with the earth and realizing that when we are in that alignment, we can connect better with one another. And that's what this whole entire world needs a lot. And with that connection and that harmonizing with one another, we harmonize and heal the earth as well, because the earth can, she can feel our energy mm. and she knows we're very disconnected from one another. So that's why she's kind of lashing out at us right now. Mm. So yeah, just, <laughs> just trying to make the world fall in love again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. Sister couldn't have said it better <laughs> to help us all fall in love with each other and ourselves and to mm-hmm. come in union with the earth and heal mm-hmm. this magical, beautiful place that we get to live. Yeah. You're doing it, babe. You're doing it. We're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) One skinny dip at a time. One skinny dip at a time. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I I love you. Have to come on again. We have so much we could talk about. Of course, just us having girl talk. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. This is how we talk pretty much all the time. (laughs) Um, So for anyone listening who wants to follow you, keep up with you, where can they find you? Yeah. So my Instagram for my podcast that I, you know, again, up and down with it, it's becoming who I needed is the name of the podcast. And it's the same as my Instagram. Um, I am starting to work on that more. And uh, I also just my personal, if you want to see what I'm up to in life, I would highly recommend. (laughs) That's where I get a little bit more funny. (laughs) She's a very funny kitty cat. (laughs) You know, I'm so I'm such an open book. I have, you know, no shame, no guilt about anything that I share. And I just love to be open and kind of be that uh, trailblazer for other people to feel free to be themselves authentically. Like, you know, I'm not going to hide any part of myself because I'm not ashamed of any parts of myself. So mm-hmm. you can also see me on my other Instagram, which is cat2787 C-A-T. And yeah, just come say hello. I love to chat with anybody. I love just people. So (laughs) yay. And I was just reminded that you were such an integral piece of the retreat that I hosted here. Mm. And Kat was such a beautiful, just guide and safe space for all the women at the retreat. And like, you are, you are that, like, you're such a great, like, big sister, motherly figure. I feel like just so many women. So if anybody listening is looking for some guidance, especially along like reclaiming your sexuality and learning about your power in that way, I would definitely recommend her podcast becoming who I needed. Um, so much great information there. So, um, check it out. Yeah. Just come chat with me and just want to love up on everybody with, you know, I have zero judgment. You know, I just want to love you. That's all. (laughs) That's really true. She's the best. She's the best lover. And we haven't even had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, I love you. Thanks for coming I love on. You. Thank you for having me. I'll see you soon.